0: This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. This money is money Touchdown! This is an ESPN 97.5 Roadshow. Live yeah. from Brewings, this is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. Yeah, we made it. You just talk just talking. <coughs> if they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. 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 On ESPN 975. And on ESPN975.com. It's presented by My Bookies. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action.
1: Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a Wild, wild Sunday morning. We made it in one piece. We're here. We're accounted for. So let's get this thing going. I know you're out there wondering what's going on. It's 10-18. I'm in my fantasy playoffs. I've got money to make, and you're playing games with me on a Sunday morning. But we're here. I'm in studio with the statistician
2: at Josh Jordan 975 which is where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. <laughs> what's going on, Jerry? An eventful morning, but that's okay. We are here. We were off last week. And man, it's the fantasy playoff. So we are here for you. If you got some fantasy questions, you need to know who to start this week. It's a big week. We are here. And I know Jerry's got some plays and he hadn't even put any out on Twitter. So if you want those exclusive plays today, you're listening to the right show. You're listening to the right show, not only for the plays, but for the ladies, man, the guy Ooh. behind the glass rocking
1: it from 10 to noon with us this Sunday, not every single Sunday, but we got a special guest. And he goes by Trey.
2: What's up, Trey? Hey guys, um, I'm happy to be back on Moneyline. Uh, wish all the best for AC right now. Um, hope he's doing well. But I'm here for till twelve, so I'm I'm hype. You know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Andrew's out today. He had a family obligation, so we wish him and his family the best. But. The people
1: need winners today, right? They do. The people need to get on the right side of fantasy questions because I have I have them piled up already from Twitter. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into Texans. Got a big game today. Oh, big man. spread, though, is what I'm looking at. And it I'm is. not too big of a fan of giving up those spreads with these Texans. But are these Texans different? Because what they did last week, they're leading you to believe. And Bill O'Brien hater. He needs to – and I'm not saying I'm not him. I'm I'm speaking of myself, actually. He he needs to sit down for a second again. And I'm not going to give him too much props, but we got to give him where it's due, right? We got to give him credit where it's due. And Bill O'Brien has been being more than mediocre, being actually good, (laughs) right? I'm trying to find the word for it, right? Because I don't want to see – he's been a great coach, but – What we've seen from him and what he was able to do against the Patriots. And I know it's Sunday now and it's been beaten all week on you, but we only get to talk to you one time. So, from a fantasy standpoint,
2: from everything standpoint, because is that the Patriots we're going to see this week? I actually like the Patriots to bounce back this week. You know what I mean? Like, we do this every year where the Patriots will have like one bad game. And everybody's like, "Well, Tom Brady's done. You know, he's going to retire. He's terrible." And then the Patriots end up winning the Super Bowl. You know, like this happens every year. And they're ten and two. You know, everybody's acting like it's a the quiet team yeah, team yeah. Team. The, it's the end of the world because they lost to the Texans. It's like they don't go undefeated every year. You know, they're going to drop a game here, or there. I don't, I don't think it's over for the Patriots. I, I think they're going to step up this week against the Chiefs because they've got a pretty tough schedule down the stretch. I, I think they still have to play the Bills again. Who have quietly, the Bills are pretty good, man. I mean, I know their schedule's been kind of easy. Everything in that division, right? You get the Dolphins twice, you get the Jets twice, but still. It's a you know it's a good Bills team, and the Patriots they're still the Patriots. They just they don't have Gronk, and that's being very obvious right now that they don't really have somebody that Brady can count on to move the chains because you double Edelman, and then the Texans kind of double James White too out of the backfield, and he didn't have anywhere to go with the ball.
1: And Brady was expecting people to be in spots that they weren't, and you could right. tell that look in his face, and that's kind of I wanted to get your view on things because. I want to go back to last year after that Titans game where the Patriots looked bad and I'm getting deja vu and I'm falling for it again. And I need you to bring me back to reality because remember, I went against the Patriots train whenever that happened and you were telling me, nah, bro, like,
2: I rode that train all the way to Super Bowl. And
1: then remember that KC game, I was heavy, heavy on KC. And I mean, still to this day, I'm going to say that 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 offsides call prevented me from, from excellence, but. Yep. At the at the end of the day, when the when the when the dust settles, is this a buy low moment for the Patriots? Do you really believe so, or are we still going back to just it's the Patriots and that's it, it, that's who they are and they're going to keep winning? Or is this Patriots team different? Did you see that they they uh they won't be able to escape this time? Brady won't be able to save them. Billichick won't be able to mask it.
2: I think on offense they'll get it going. I I really think so. It's going to take a little bit of time, but. I think it was the defense that surprised everybody last week because we've been seeing that you know Patriots been winning a lot of games like seventeen to ten you know like the Eagles games and the Texans came out and just put up some quick points in that game I was I thought in my mind like man this might be finally the time the Texans beat them but I couldn't I couldn't believe it enough to where I was with you I was on the Patriots in that game I had them minus three and then I also had them like first half like minus two and a half so. I'm almost starting to think, Jerry. When I bet Texans, I it just screws me up. I'm too emotionally involved in it. Exactly. You know, so I'm I'm trying to kind of avoid that going forward. And the Patriots are usually the team that that I do very well with. Like I have a a good feeling with them. You know, last year went really well for me, and and it didn't work this time. But I think that it's three points against the Chiefs. They're in New England. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to bounce back. You know, who knows. Look, you know, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but that's what Brady typically does over his careers. When they don't play well, they come out and really have it together the next week.
1: Seventy three percent against the spread coming off a loss are the Patriots. There you go. Uh, Since 2003, let's get over to the HMP listener line because it's the fantasy playoffs. People need help. People need advice. Let's go over to Tommy right now. You're on Moneyline. What can we do for you?
0: Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: How's it going, Tommy?
0: Good, man, good. All right, yeah, fantasy playoffs week one. I got a flex problem here. Let me know what you would do. I got D.J. Moore, Austin Eckler, or Cortland Sutton. Got to pick one for the flex. I've also got Christian McCaffrey at running back, so if I go D.J. Moore, that's going to be two guys from the same team. So, D.J. Moore, Austin Eckler, or Cortland Sutton, which one of those three are you playing in your flex?
2: Man, I just don't know how you get away from DJ Moore right now. And that's what's tough. And I
1: see I see your thinking as far as I don't want two guys on one offense and say the offense has a, luck, a lackluster performance, then, then I'm doomed. But McCaffrey's going to get hit. So you got to just throw McCaffrey in a whole different category and don't even think about the DJ Moore factor. Now, I have to go DJ Moore there, but Sutton makes – A lot of sense as well as after we saw but do you trust that quarterback to go out there and do it but you know when a quarterback's young and he's he gets that favorite target that's who he's going to look for but I see what your worries are coming from but I honestly think that that's going to be a track meet I think that there's going to be a lot of scoring in that Falcons game uh making the Panthers have to chase
2: and DJ Moore catches that long ball Dude, and I mean, just I'm looking at his stats right here. He's got one, two, three, four, five. He's got five straight games where there either has a hundred yards receiving or a touchdown, and some of them he has both. Yeah, and 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 right now it's the playoffs, and
1: that's why you're questioning. You're sure. questioning yourself. You're saying, "Hey, do I really want to put all my marbles in with this Panthers new coach?" Well, at least that's working for you because we know that usually, especially in handicapping games, that first game after a coach change, mm-hmm. it does a lot for the team. They usually get up, but. I want to get your thought about this. What do you think as far as this specific situation, both of you guys with Rivera? Because I'm hearing that a lot of guys within the locker room didn't like the decision, not saying within the organization because that goes up top and those are the ones that made the choice ultimately. But within the locker room, a lot of those players loved playing for him and, what does that do for them going forward? Does it make them come out? Let's do, let's win this, or, or are they depleted? What does that do for them? Because usually I use it as a handicapping tool. Right. New coach, they're going to get up. A new change, you know, in the locker room. But I don't know what's gonna
2: what's gonna happen with this team. Are they hurt over this? I, I think he's not going to be unemployed for long. No, you know what I mean. And I think this means they're giving up on the season, right? So, I don't think it means good things. You know, I, I don't think the players are like, yeah, we're glad we got rid of him and we have this guy. No, it means you're kind of throwing in the towel. I, I don't like it for the Panthers, but it's just Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Like, how do you get away from those guys during the fantasy playoffs? If you, you were can. to
1: lose your fantasy playoffs and and sat DJ Moore, you would hate yourself because he's the one pretty much that helped you get there with these performances that you spoke of. So we always use the term, "Don't get too cute." Yeah, and this is one of those. And it's it's crazy because he has Sutton, which I don't want to spend too much time on one person's team, but someone else out there is listening right now saying, I got Sutton and then I got X player. And Sutton is going to be, you know, when you're a new quarterback and you figure out that little weapon and you say, okay, I trust him. And it looks like that's the way they're going to go. What do you think about the Rivera firing?
2: I think it was just Dave Tepper, the new owner. He just got tired of being constant state of seven and nine, six and ten. And this was just the easiest thing for him to do. Um, I don't know how good that roster is on, like, because, honestly, their defense is good. They have good linebacking core. But their secondary is, I mean, I like Dante Johnson, obviously. But I think it was just Dave Tepper, and he just wanted to change. But, I don't know, they're going to trade Cam more than
0: likely, too, so...
1: They needed a change. Imagine that next year, a look of the Panthers with no Rivera, no Cam. That's just a a different looking team. A McCaffrey that when drafted, people didn't know if he can get the ball even 20 times. And look who he is now. Can he run between the tackles? Yes,
2: he can. Can he play X amount of snaps? I mean, the guy's out there sometimes 100% of the snaps. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was one of the things we loved about him for fantasy before the year because he plays all the time. He's on the field all the time. But it's tough, man. And it it sucks for fantasy you know panther fans because you know you finally get mccaffrey to turn into this stud and then now your your franchise quarterback's gone you know you don't get to hold the pairing for any amount of time
1: let's get back to the trumpy listener line andy has a fantasy football question you're on money line what's going on uh yeah who would you go with either uh uh darius Geis at the flex position or aaron jones i'll hang up and listen
2: Ooh, i think i'd go with aaron jones
1: and I'm on the opposite side, but not not putting my foot. Like I say this was betting. This would be a lean. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm leaning. But Aaron Jones going to have a big game today. I just – the game script is what scares me about guys. They're they're 13-point underdog. How can – he can very well get scripted out of it safe. Right, so and Sharon Sharon
2: carries Exactly.
1: Too. So it, 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 safe is what Josh is telling you for sure. I just
2: – what, what do you think about guys going forward, man? man he is- looked good, didn't he? Yeah, it's just the workload that that concerns me. You know, Adrian Peterson's still there and you know Chris Thompson when he's healthy, he's going to get the passing down work. So it's just a you have to hope he breaks one off for you or you have to hope that he falls in the end zone because and you just don't know and we ha- we should talk about this. This is the fantasy playoffs here. You know, this is where yeah, you want to play your best players and You know, and be smart about everything, but you want a little more safety. You want a safer floor for these guys during the fantasy playoffs. You know, you can't take a three or four point stinker and probably advance to next week. You know what I mean? Playing accordingly, like how Josh is
1: saying, if you know that. Your studs are in a question mark kind of matchup to where you're saying, man, I don't know if my studs are actually going to get me the big points this week. Yep. Then make sure you be safe. Now, if you're in a position where your studs have got easy matchups and you can maybe step outside of the box a little bit, do that. But again, when we say a little bit, a little bit. This is the fantasy playoffs. Don't go off of what got you there. Let's go to Nick on the HRP listener line. Nick, you're on line. What's going on, my man?
0: What's going on, guys?
2: Man, I'm in a tough bind. Five leagues, five playoffs. So of course, everything's conflicting with one another.
0: Uh, I know. I know we don't want to be too cute. However, I got a. I got an issue with, uh, playing either Patrick Mahomes or, Zach, or uh, Carson Wentz. I'm uh, stuck between those two. Also, uh, man, would you guys trust Lockett today or no? I'm, I'm kind of confused on Lockett today.
2: I have a. Th- a suspicion that they're going to put Ramsey on DK Metcalf, for, you know,
1: cause of the size. Cause of the
2: size. So, but I understand your hesitation with Lockett because he's, he's been terrible the last two weeks. I mean, I, we know Pete Carroll is, he always plays up that everybody's healthy and everybody's good, but you know, Lockett went to the hospital for that calf injury. Now they had a bye week and then he's played the next two games, but he's done nothing. So It depends on your options with Lockett, right? You know, I I think he could have a nice game to where he won't have Ramsey on him, but is he 100% healthy? I'm still worried about that. Now the Mahomes question,
1: that's very, very interesting. That's a tough, tough spot to be in because you look at, obviously Mahomes got the tougher draw out of this, or you would think, can Mahomes do what Watson was able to do? Because if he he can, then so be it. But let's go back to the basis of this and what the Patriots – have figured out against those chiefs whenever they do play them. And one, they, they try to keep the ball away from them. They they can hit the, they, they can hit the gas or, or hit the break as they want to, because they know they can move the ball. Everyone talks about Brady's arm now. Well, against that team, he could dink and dunk all the way down there. So that's one thing. So, What does the Patriots defense have to be able to stop that offense? And they have a lockdown corner that can run with Hill. They have another corner that can match up with Kelsey. So that's what makes this interesting. That's what makes this as far as even the betting aspect tough because Wentz is going to get his.
2: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it, and I love him this week. I have them back to back in my ranking, so that's why this is who's really higher covering. than who. I've got Mahomes, but it's not because I feel great about it. It's just how low, how low can you rank Mahomes to where you feel stupid, right? So, so in other
1: words, maybe they're they they're, they're
2: what you think their average might
1: be, in, but the ceiling it might be higher with Wince, but that's more of a risk, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Wince is going to have a huge game. Me too. Like he's you know, if I was doing like a start of the week or something like that. I think Wentz is that dude. I think he's going to put up a lot of points this week. He's finally got his weapons back healthy. So he's got his guys to go as far as his receivers. So I like him this week. But, you know, how do you sit Mahomes in the playoffs? You know what I mean? You would hate yourself. Yeah.
1: Okay, let's talk about it like this. Okay, a good game for Wentz. And obviously this can go any way, eight touchdowns. But let's say, theoretically speaking, a good game for Wentz let's say three touchdowns like a you know a real good game against that defense yeah. what's a good game for mahomes against that defense because three touchdowns would be a great game against that defense right so in other words that ceiling for wins is is more attainable than the, what mahomes can do you know what i mean if mahomes goes out there and dices that that patriots defense for for three touchdowns 300 yards that's going to be like wow, he, he did that. The Patriots didn't didn't have enough to keep the ball away from him because he. But if Wentz goes out there and does that,
2: it's like yeah, we expected
1: we him expect to have a big that. game. Yeah, no, so th- if that that's makes a good sense. Point. Yeah,
2: that that's a good point. So that that should probably make you lean towards Wentz. It, you know, yeah. as hard as and that I is I to hate say, yeah. to say, and I hate. This guy to be able to Nick be able to wake up next week
1: and say moneyline told me to take out (laughs) Patrick Mahomes Mahomes. because people are going to tell you don't ever listen to those guys again they're Satan you know (laughs) Don't, don't do that but this is all about matchups and if you look at ceilings and you could hear the concern in his voice you know yeah but then again the oh just five leagues five playoffs no yeah, big deal no big deal, no big deal you here's know? the
2: point though too i had somebody ask me a similar question last week and i think it was for like nick Foles or deshaun watson because everybody was afraid to start watson against the patriots right well my buddy was smart he went with watson and it paid off for him but just imagine that. At least Nick's not in the situation where he's like, "Should I start Sam Darnold or Patrick Mahomes?" You know, at least Carson Wentz is like, you know, he's a bona fide really good player. You know, and he had a big week. Even though they lost to the Dolphins last week, he still had a great fantasy game. He did. Let's get to the H R P listening line
1: again. People want to get their questions in. Ryland, you're on Moneyline. What's going on?
2: What's up, man? Um, I was wondering, Breeze or Brady, and what do you think Kareem Hunt's going to do this week? Oh. uh I'm a little worried about breeze this week against the 49ers. So I'm going to lead towards Brady. I think Brady has a bounce back game. I do too. Um, I'm not too worried about Breeze. Uh,
1: I want to get actually into this when we get into that matchup because uh, I think that, yeah, Breeze has been struggling as far as his yards per attempt and whatnot. And, but I think he's going to use a lot of little passes today and to move that yep. ball. But overall, I would start Brady as well. I think Brady has a big game today. I, I think he knows what he can do on that defense. He knows what they're going to give him. He knows, again, he's, he knows that he can hit the, the gas. They can go to no huddle get this going or they can go ahead and get a lead and and run it up the middle they know what they can do against that defense and do you the the spagnolo coming back uh, against uh, another brady offense does that do anything for you josh i
2: I actually i think this is going to be another close game but i guess what concerns me is the 49ers made lamar jackson look human last week you know, he only scored about 20 fantasy points and I know that sounds like a lot, but from Lamar Jackson, he's consistently be getting 30 or you know, yeah, yeah, big, yeah. bigger numbers like that. So if they can do that, you know, on the road to Lamar Jackson, it makes me kind of worry that they might be able to slow down Breeze the same way. So, you know, that that just that worries me a little bit with Drew and but it's tough to get away from him at home. Like Drew Brees and Drew Brees in the Superdome are like two different fantasy players. You know what I mean? Or and two different players in real life. Like he's that much better at home. But and you also have to wonder with the Niners traveling to Baltimore last week and now having to travel again all the way back to you know New Orleans if that could have impact them a little bit.
1: Also, and we're going to get into this game
2: a lot deeper. The the Saints lost two linebackers last week. Yeah, and their their offensive line's a little banged up too. So. You you talk about we're going to break this game down. Where would we go bet the game? There's only one place, and that is
1: my bookie. We talked about worrying about this game, but you don't worry about getting paid there. When you go to my bookie, you get paid, and that's what's important in this game. I've been in this game a long time, and wake up on a Sunday, make some bets, win some money, and then wake up on a Monday and have spent some money at the bar, you know, just being just spending money, a buying drinks for people. And then all of a sudden you're not getting paid. What? So you take the double loss there because
2: not only did you not get paid from your winnings, but you spent winnings you didn't have. And that doesn't happen with my bookie. They're the fastest to pay out.
1: right? And that's what you're looking for when you're messing with these online books. You want somebody that's safe, secure and that gives you options. Some of these books, they won't allow you to bet team totals or certain things. Some of them don't even, they limit your uh, live betting with my bookie, whether you're take our bets or you, you say, Hey, I'm going to take some of these live bets. I'm going to take some of these props. You get over there. You deposit for the first time. They give you a hundred percent match bonus. You deposit a hundred. Hey, we're giving you a hundred. Say you're already a client of theirs and across the street, they, they got you back to them. Go back and check your emails because my bookie sends all types of promotions. They sent me a birthday bet for twenty five bucks. I ended up parlaying it to twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Again, check your emails. My bookie's always sending you all types of promos. And if you're a new player, hundred percent match bonus. If you use promo code radio, go to my bookie. Use promo code radio. Get that bonus. You play. You win. You get paid. My bookie.
2: This is Heisman Trophy winner and College Football Hall of Famer, Eddie George.
0: And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 97.5.com.
0: Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. That's the number at moneyline 975 is where you can find us on Twitter. The squad's in the studio. We got Trey with us today at Josh Jordan975 at Jerry Bow Nodes with a Z. We're here to answer all your fantasy questions on the fantasy playoffs Sunday that gets started. I know I know you're anxious out there. You're you're questioning yourself. Don't do that. Go with what you know. A lot of these questions that we're getting today, they're great. I mean, they make you really think about it. You're thinking yeah. about Mahomes versus Wentz, and you're asking yourself, "Am I really going to sit Mahomes? Think about it. Think about the rest of your team. How many how many question marks do you have, and how many? I hate to use the term for sure's, but how many how many value? Uh, you know, where do you know that okay, these guys, their baseline, they're going to hit it. Where how many risks am I willing to take? Can I take a risk here? Make sure that don't take unnecessary
2: risk if it's not warranted. No, and it, look, this is really tough because we we're just talking during the break. Guys like Josh Jacobs, this is a big game for them. But if they start getting blown out, you know it, it goes sideways. And he's got that fractured shoulder; he's been playing through. Are they going to keep using him? Don't scare people I, out I there know. right now.
1: Let, like, okay, so speaking of Josh Jacobs, let me give you a question right now: Josh Jacobs, Ingram, Philip Lindsay, or Devontae Freeman? Three of them. So leave one out: Josh Jacobs, Ingram, Philip Lindsay, Devontae Freeman.
2: I, I'm going to bench Lindsay in, in that spot. So I I like those other guys a lot. I feel like you you probably need to roll the dice with Josh Jacobs this week and just kind of hope for the best. He's one of the guys that's gotten you there. And, I mean, this is a big game for the Raiders, and I I don't think they're going to get blown out. So I think you you go with him. You know, Dalvin Cook's a guy we're getting asked a a lot about. It's tough, right, because they're expected to win big today. And you could even see a a scenario where maybe they go out there with Madison early in the game, and then if they don't need Cook – you know maybe they don't really use it it's such a bad you know, situation you just don't know
1: it's such a bad situation because it like you said it, what would be the what would be the reason to risk him if you start blowing him out right but then you ask yourself what's the reason to risk him and even bringing him back this early if you're projected to win by x amount of points 12 and a half i mean so, they're
2: favored by 12 so and why a half. even
1: bring him back say say cook wasn't in the lineup how much does he mean to that line it's still a 10 point line i don't see him moving that like point three points you know whatever it be so it's just tough because jacobs is for example that question i asked you everyone was noon and jacobs is at 3 so if you're relying on that and then jacobs doesn't play a full
2: game or game time decision and doesn't play yeah you're kind of stuck yeah and you can always go pick up one of the you know the raiders running backs it, it scares you though cuz they're going to probably split the workload a little bit so you know depending on who you pick up it's still scary cuz they may not get the workload Jacobs gets. So I'm going to hope Jacobs is okay for me. I I would play him this week if, you know, if I was in the – I have a bye this week with my big money team, so I don't have to worry about Jacobs this week because I have a bye in that one particular league where I own him. But I'd roll him out there this week if I needed him. But you you do worry about Cook a little bit. Just, man, that could easily – be over kind of soon that game right there because they're playing detroit and here's jerry here's the thing about dalvin cook the matchup is so good against the lions you know what i mean like look at what you could be missing out on if and cook said he would be ready to play earlier this week so if he is really okay like he could go have a huge game this week against the lions so that's what's so tempting with cook is because there's so much opportunity for upside and even not even the upside
1: aspect, just being secure. Let's say he got fifteen touches, which is a low amount of touches at four and a half yards to carry. Yep, you still got a, a decent game. Maybe not by by Cook standards, but you still got your decent game. Say he gets in the end zone and
2: gets four and a half yards to carry, and only fourteen, fifteen touches. He still got what you needed. Yes, and and this is that time of year when and you need your running backs to come through for you. Now, somebody that needs us to come through for him, Joshua. Faithful listener always hits us up on
1: Twitter. Quarterback question, Brady or Mayfield?
2: Oh, man. I. You know, I really like Brady this week, but I think Mayfield I like even better. I just – I think he's really going to come through this week. And Baker has been a different quarterback when he plays at home. And he's playing at home and he's playing the Bengals. I mean – If you're not going to start Baker this week, what week would you ever start him? No, definitely. Um, As far as me, as far as that specific question, I'm with you
1: hard on as far as Brady. Yeah. Like, what Brady's going to do today. There's not very many times, and I hated it last week. I love to see angry Brady on the bench. But last week, I was angry with him because I had the Patriots, so I was pouting with him, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I thought, it's like we were speaking to each other. I sat next to the TV, and we were looking at each other like, what are these guys doing? They're not helping us. Nope. But... You don't want to get in front of angry Tom Brady, and that defense doesn't have much to no, stop him. They stink. He's going to be able to think – I see easy. I don't know why, but three touchdowns is what I see for Brady at the minimum today, and that's going to lead me to a prop bet on my bookie that we're going to give you later on. Nice. But Brady, it's not very many – quarterbacks i'm gonna throw in front of brady this week just because the fact that i know that he knows that he can run all over that defense he, he can move the ball on that defense at any given point look how they the the Chiefs season ended last year yeah and he's at home that I, helps i watched that drive they played it the other day and it was it's just insane how he just doom 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 doom
2: game over you never get the ball back. Nope. And I, I think he's going to have a nice game. I like both players this week. If you have Baker, you have Tom Brady, I think you're in good shape. Do you think that
1: the Browns have some kind of a letdown spot now that they, they're they seeing where their season ultimately goes? And we knew that things were all fine and dandy whenever the season started. And 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 we didn't know who these players were going to be. And Freddie Kitchens didn't have a light on them. But now that everyone could start pointing at each other. Do you think they mail it in, or do you think that, that they're a team that's like, hey, we need to get something going good towards
2: the end of the yeah. year? No, I think they're kind of front runners, right, Jerry? And they're playing the Bengals, and they're playing them at home. And I know Andy Dalton came out and kind of gave the Bengals a lift coming back into the lineup. I think that is kind of over now. I, I think the Bengals kind of fall back to where they really are. I think Baker comes out and stomps them today.
1: You heard it here, a stomping to the red rifle that is – Andy Dalton. You're listening to Moneyline,
0: ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 97.5.com.
0: Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open. Go ahead and give us a call. I know your fantasy heart, it desires an answer right now. It says, get me out of this predicament. I mean, I I need X amount of points. I'm down from Thursday. Again, if you're out there and and don't make drastic decisions, but also if somebody on Thursday you had didn't come through like you needed them to and now you're chasing points, make sure that you plan accordingly. Take, Take a calculated risk. Don't just go out there and do it for the sake of, man, This is, I got to do this. This is being cute. And you sit on one of your studs. I've seen it done too many, uh, too many times. And go with what got you here. If you lose today, you say, hey, I lost with Josh Jacobs. Unfortunately, he didn't play the whole game. That's just the way. Let's
2: go back to last year. Remember Gurley? During his time, he was giving people headaches. Yeah. No, that's true. And I will advise people, this is the time of year where look at your opponent's team. You know what I mean? Like actually, you know, some people just set their lineup and they don't want to know what their opponent is starting against them, but it's winter go home this week. Right? So this is a good time of year where look who you're playing this week. You know, if you're in a seasonal league and look who their quarterback is and, and account for how you think your quarterback will do against his kind of eyeball it because when you look at their lineup, you can be like, okay, well, I got Camara, he's got Zeke. They kind of cancel each other out. You know, I've, you know, I've got Kittle. He's got Kelsey. Oh, that's that's about average. And then you look at receiver. Oh, he's got DK Metcalf, and I've got Odell Beckham. Okay, edge to me right there. So you want to look at where you feel safe with your picks, and where hey, I might need some upside. He's got a better number three receiver than me. Exactly. So maybe yeah, maybe I play a guy that's got a little higher ceiling just to try try and make up for that. So this is that time of year when. Really looking at who you're playing against can help you out. And also, if you're not in the playoff picture, and I don't think this needs to be said, but I have a
1: situation I've uh, lived through. And stay out of the way. Don't go start picking up people. Because I had a situation last year where, and I hate to even use this, but you remember in the playoffs, Blake Bortles had that big game in the fantasy playoffs last year, right? I even wrote on Sports Map it was Blake me to the Super Bowl, (laughs) right? So the guy I was playing, he had DeeDee Westbrook. But it was only us two left in the league. So I'm like, man, I'm not going to pick him up. I'm not going to pick up because Blake was a free agent. No one was using him. But I was like, man, he's going to go off. And he did go off that game. So I said, man, I'm going to do a last minute, stick him in. and and So I don't want him to know what what I'm going to do because he has Westbrook. I don't want him to know anything I'm going to do. Yep. Well, the guy that's playing in the sixth place game the night before Saturday comes and picks up Blake Bortles and starts him. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? You're not even in this. And then Blake Bortles goes off. Yep. And then messes up my and you know maybe it's me being a little sour now but it's thinking like hey stay out of this. If you're playing in the fifth or sixth place game, hey, don't go picking up or dropping players just to make a making mischievous mischievous decisions, you know what I mean? No, and there's some leagues where
2: you know, unless you're in it, you can't make ad drops come playoff. Time. I need that. I yeah. need
1: that because that guy that did that to me, he needs a, he needs to get a misdemeanor charge for that <laughs> class C. Because how do you, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get Blake, and mm-hmm. I'm like, people are gonna make, they're gonna laugh, but I'm telling you, Blake's going. on. And the when I go and it says Blake Bortles has been acquired, and I'm thinking, what is going on? And just watching Blake go down, there, mm-hmm. I think it was like a four touchdown game, and there you go, there goes your plan. So if you're out there and you're not in the playoffs, sit back tight, and if you are. Just play accordingly. Don't be too cute. That's all we could take away from this morning. Let's go over to HRP Listen line. This is a short segment. We got John. He has a fantasy football question. What's going on, my man?
2: What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? We're good. What's going on? What you got for us? All right, man. So
1: I lost my first four games, and now I've ran off eight straight. I need a big game for my quarterback. Should I start Lamar Jackson or Jared Goff? I'd hang up the listen.
2: Uh, I. I want to just be like, yes, when I heard Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to hear another option. Look, I know, I know it's the playoffs, and, you, you know, you want to get the, the best possible matchup, but, man, Lamar Jackson's the best player in fantasy football. You want him started in your lineup when you're in the playoffs. I don't know about you, Jerry, but there's no way I'm benching Lamar Jackson come playoff time. Yeah, and you can't. It, it just, I see what he's thinking, though. Sure. Goff
1: coming off that big game, and Goff excels in when he doesn't get pressured and he's not going to get pressured this week and I do feel that the Rams are going to have more points than the Ravens do let's just as far as team totals yeah but to sit down Lamar Jackson the number one player is, in fantasy football for the playoffs you would hate yourself yeah. you would hate yourself you would and like again it's tough i i'm not going to go ahead and say it, but don't get me wrong it's you're not wrong for even questioning it because i think golf, if you If I was betting right now and somebody gave me plus 150, plus 170, that golf outscores Lamar Jackson, I would bet that today. But as far as fantasy, I wouldn't do it if that makes sense.
2: And look at his floor, Jerry. I mean, with Lamar's rushing, you get a nice floor if he doesn't have a great game. Golf he could get you eight points.
1: Exactly. And and Buffalo, as good as they are against the pass, they're 23rd or 24th against rush DVOA. That's going to be a run game. They're going to run it. And like he said, a, a bad game from Lamar, he's still getting you X amount of rush yards, right. which is a, the amount of points that golf will get you just his passing yards you know what I mean so one touchdown puts you an an alright game from Lamar Jackson gets you to the good status of Jared Goff Jared Goff would have to go off four touchdown type of game for
2: you to say hey I reap the benefits of, of taking that risk you would that would that would be risky but you know what's not risky is betting with my bookie Jerry and you know why because they pay you out when you actually win that's kind of important right? so guys you know you got a good feel for these teams now the football season and it's you know it's well along the way. You got a good feeling for everybody, so time to place some bets. And you do it at my Bookie. Just go over to mybookie.ag. Get your account started. Use promo code radio. They will match your deposit. So we still got the playoffs coming up. We still got some of the regular season here. This is a good time. Go dump in, you know, 300 bucks. They'll match it. Then you have 600 bucks to roll with through the rest of the season. Use promo code radio, guys. They're safe, reliable. They've been in business for years, and that's why we use them. And we love them for the in-game betting, right, Jerry? The live betting. That's when you can really get an edge, and you don't have to have your computer out. You You can be at the sports bar. You can be hanging out at Brewings and just pull out your phone. And get some action on my bookie in the middle of the game. So, you want to bet on the Texans today? You think they'll cover that big spread? Get over to mybookie.ag, use promo code radio. Look, it's that simple. You bet you win, you get paid. That's my bookie.
0: My name is Stephen A. Smith, and you're listening to 98.7. Wait, what? I said Take 98.7. That's my show. <laughs> Let's try this one more time, okay? My name is Stephen A. Smith, and you're listening to 97.5 FM.